you keep learning? So learning is, I, I tell people all the time, and I have a tattoo on my chest that very much represents that. I am an eternal student. Okay. I, it is one of my, my greatest pleasures in life to be able to learn every day. And that's something that I love about being a chef. There's no pinnacle. You know what I mean? There's no mm -hmm. final level, final master. There is no way for a chef to know everything there is about this world and about this realm. And every, no matter how good I am, no matter how great people tell me I am, feed my ego, there is always going to be something for me to learn and master. And I love that about this space. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I challenged myself to do, I, I became a cookbook person over the course of the pandemic. What do you mean? I was previously like a referencer. Like I would, if, you know, you told me about one of your favorite recipes, I would reference the recipe. I don't necessarily follow it to see, you know, word for word, but you know, I'm referencing it to see what ingredients are used, you know, what the preparation is like, that'll inform me of why you like the dish or what I like about it. And I just do my own interpretation. I've become, I was like really adverse to cookbooks for whatever reason, um, because I felt like it, it was stifling for my creativity in that realm. Um, but I've become a cookbook person over the course of the pandemic, just being more open to learning everything I can. Um, I decided I wanted to go to culinary school, school during the pandemic. I decided I wanted to work in restaurants. Like I said, yeah. you know, my, my career in this space has been the polar opposite of, you know, the course that most chefs, you know, that end up on TV usually take. Um, but I love having accepted that I am going to be a student for the rest of my life and that there is always something for me to learn. Yeah. And that is exciting. That's dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, I do. I do. I know how to cook all this dope shit, but guess what? I learned another thing and I got another thing and I just, I learned this and I picked up that and I wasn't familiar with that ingredient before, but I could incorporate that in my such and such. Oh, and that herb or that garnish would look so fucking good on this recipe that I have or it's just, I love it, man. Well, even, so aside from just cooking, you're learning more about branding, mm -hmm. marketing, about fashion, yeah. about just communicating with people, Parenting, resonating with fatherhood. People. Oh gosh. Being a good husband, parent. being a better friend. Yeah. You know, grieving a parent. I've never done that before. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we're just, we're always learning. And I am someone who is absolutely open to and excited about that. And that's like one of the biggest things is just being open yeah. to the notion that, hey, you don't know it all. Yeah. yeah. And even if you did know enough of it, then it'll change tomorrow. Yeah. No, no. I love that. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. How is the grieving going? Is it still with you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, for everybody watching, we are doing um, this interview in my mother's home. Yep. Um, and it's a process, I think. The thing I can say definitively is that I've accepted that I will always grieve my mother. Yeah. You know, she and I were very, very close. Um, we spent a lot of time together. And that is a void in my life and my heart that cannot be filled by anyone or anything or whatever the case is. But 
I am dealing with it in healthier ways than I previously was. Um, you know, and I think I'm more so in a space of gratitude. Yeah. You know, and I have been this year more so than last year. Last year was really rough, but this year I am grateful. Like I got to be Renee McMullen's son. Like I never thought I would lose my mom so young, mm-hmm. but like she wasn't here for a long time, but she was here for a good time. Yeah. She was, she was a fantastic mother. She had a great sense of humor. You know, she was my biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful. I'm able to talk about her without crying. Yeah. You know, that's something I wasn't able to do, do last year, but you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be your son. That's dope, man. It's fucking lit, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to fill that hole because nobody will. Yeah. Nobody will. But you know, it's you you know this. It's it's hard. Yeah. Like there are very specific things in your life that you go to your mother for. Yeah. Very specific conversations, even just jokes. You know what I mean? Like there are so many instances where I'm just driving down the street. I see something, think of something, and I want to just call my mom and just talk shit and laugh about it. Because my mom had the the greatest sense of humor. Um, you know, so that's that's really tough. Like thinking about I think the toughest thing for me is that my son will never get the pleasure of or won't get the pleasure of like knowing my mom. He remembers my mom, he still talks about my mom, but he didn't he didn't get to know my mom. So yeah, in step with that, my kids never knew her. My missus only knew her for a year and it was awesome. It wasn't even a full year. I don't think, but there was enough to where she remembers. But to your point, I forgot where I heard this. It was a couple of years ago. I, it was during the pandemic. I remember during the pandemic because I was listening. That's when I really got into listening to books. And I was running a lot and listening to books, but this one lady talked about when she wanted to talk to, and it happened to be her mother, she would use voice memos because she just wanted to share something with her. Yeah. That, to your point, the, the dialogue the two of them would have, but she can't talk to her anymore. So she would create these voice memos. And so I find myself doing that from time to time. If I want to talk to her, I just do, you know, on an iPhone, you do a voice memo. And when you say, you know, the kids will never know her, so... We, I have this game with my kids. They go, <laughs> you call what you want. Parents, judge me all you like. They, it, the challenge is, were you drunk or young? <laughs> and so I'll tell them a story and they have to guess. Was yeah. I drunk or was I young? And more often than not, my mom is involved in all these just because she had to deal with my shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, but it's funny because I'm, they're able to almost share in these stories. Yeah. Because the kids are a little old, old enough, and we have that relationship to where we connect on that level. Yeah. So those are a couple ways that I've that seem to have helped me. And mind you, it was what was it? Nineteen ninety nine. So I, yeah, it's been a while, yeah. but it never leaves you because of the connection. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's rough. Well, I mean. Uh, what uh, there's a few other questions I have I mean that's a great way to kind of end on